Welcome to a special episode of the K-Pop Cast. As was suggested by one of our listeners, Julia, this episode will be a chance to showcase some of the personal tastes of the extended K-Pop Cast crew as we discuss our top picks for the first half of 2018. I love you guys. I'm your K-Pop host, joining from the YouTube studio, and I'm joined by a full house of personalities and producers of the K-Pop Cast. First, we have our K-pop DJ and future dad, Pilo. One day, I will sing a song for my son, the song of our generation. Dashi, run, run, run. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can't start the dad jokes before you're officially a dad, okay? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. We are also <laughs> joined by our East Coast co-host and main visual, Ariana. Hi, guys. I am so ready for this episode. And welcoming back after many months, we have PD Nim. Michaela. Hello, yes, I used my black pink light stick to break myself out of the K-pop cast dungeon and I'm ready. So let's go. This episode was recorded on June 13th, 2018 on the eve of Blackpink's 2018 summer comeback. By the time you listen to this episode, there may be some great summer bops which we just missed for this window for the first half of this year and to make it in to this episode. Unlike our year-end top 10 picks, we gave everyone on the staff just two songs to spotlight for their personal favorite. As it was each individual member's personal favorite, there were no rules, judging paradigm, or common consensus needed to arrive at these choices other than the song having been released between January 1st and June 13th, 2018. That said, we also avoided overlaps in our top two picks, forcing a Kai by Bo for who got to claim their two top favorites. Without further ado, let's dive into the best songs of 2018 so far, according to the K-pop cast staff. Black, black. So kicking it off, K-pop cast member Ramen couldn't actually join us for tonight's episode, but she let us know what her top two picks were. So coming in at number two on her list, which also happens to be number three on my list, by the way, was BTS and their song Anpanma. BTS. Yes. <laughs> According to Ramen, it was a strong hype song with a tropical hip hop feel. As much as the song is fun and playful, the lyrics carry a sense of humility as the boys make reference to being like the hero Anpanman. A hero who doesn't have the cool Batmobile, the dreamy attraction of Superman. Ramen's top pick was Momoland's Boom Boom. She said it was a unique song that carries a mature, bright, and energetic sound. Different from their previous cutesy bubbly tunes, topped by an unexpected rap verse. Love the dance, love the chorus, love the retro feel, a definite bop. It 
was for sure the most catchy and definitive and best hook and most iconic all in right, the dance all right. song. That- okay, okay, Peter, that's enough. Okay. I think it's time to move on. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> from G Idol and Jun Se Young. Anyways, so up next we've got our pal Rodri, who submitted his picks via recording as well. Let's hit it. Listeners, it's been nice of my fellow K-pop cast staff members to introduce you to some of this year's runner-ups for the best two songs released this year. It is uh, my distinct and unique honor. To present to you the best two songs released this year. So formal. The first, of course, is uh, Shinies From Now On, which this is the first song released by the group since Jonghyun's passing. Uh. And, I mean, it is just like a sad, tragic, tear-soaked waterfall of emotion drenched in reverb and echo and strings and their vocals and their harmonies and it's perfect... And the lyrics are about never forgetting the people that change you. I mean, it's in Japanese as well, but I still think it counts because it's by a K-pop group. And it's by Shiny, who just like, I feel like they needed this song. And I'm just so glad that we have it. Yeah, I'll be honest, I actually couldn't listen to this song. I've been avoiding it and then tried to listen to it when we decided to do this episode, and I started to cry about a solid 30 seconds in. And so I'm hopefully going to get to it in a couple of months. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, I just listened to Poet Artist this week, and my shower heart is very full listening to this song. The second song, the best song of the year so far, of course, voted unanimously again by me. Uh, the best song released this year is Jenga by Highs. Highs is probably my favorite artist in the known universe. She has absolutely mastered the fusion of jazz piano into R&B and pop ballads. Into R&B-influenced pop ballads. I mean, it's practically its own genre at this point. She just takes what all ballad artists have ever tried to do and does it right. Right? Every time I walk outside in the quiet of nature... And I I look around me and listen. Highs is what I hear. She has just like (laughs) captured my world into music. And I I could not ask for more. I can't get enough of it. Take a listen to Jenga by Highs. Audrey is so precious. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I'm in tears over here. This was one of my favorite tracks of the year so far as well. It's funky, it's refreshing, and I just have a huge girl crush on Hayes. Yes. Awesome. Oh, me too. I, I love me some jazz, but but Steph, I know you dig. 
the banger clangers. <laughs> so tell me, Stephanie, tell us, tell us all. What that was your I top do. two? That I do, Peter. So anyone who's been following along K-pop cast knows that what I look for in a song is an epic headbanging beat and some charismatic, aggressive energy. From the year-end episode, you might remember my top pick was Black Pink as if it's your last. And so for 2018, there's no surprises then. My number two is none other than BTS Fake Love. Ugh. My boys, they delivered like they always do. And even this many weeks later, hearing the chorus, it's, it's like I'm listening to it for the first time again and again. I take out my imaginary electric guitar. I'm whipping my hair back and forth. It's epic, and I haven't even <laughs> talked about how great the visuals and the concept are. So it's on another level. But my top pick of the year, which actually took me by surprise, and I'll admit I felt a little apprehensive about writing this oh, down. No. Stephanie, for Stephanie, the you rest know we're, we're all friends here. You know, we'll, we'll I don't know, respect guys. your judgment. It's, it's a totally uh, okay. yeah. And this is your personal pick, it's, so we're not going to judge you for it. Right. That's right. Yeah. It is my personal pick. Mm-hmm. No shame. Right. Okay. No shame. So my number one was NCTU's Boss. What? Oh my God, Stephanie. (laughs) I hate you all. But you know what? I just love it. I looked back at my music library and this one is just right up at the top. I play it all the time, like daily. I go back and I watch the music video. I watch the reaction videos. I watch the dance practice. I just love it. The music is dripping with bass. The lyrics are in your face. And the boys are going extra hard with the hip-hop choreo. It's so much fun. It's just exactly my kind of song. I love it. I think that, you know, we're each learning, you know, a thing or two about, you know, the behind the scenes and the members of the K-pop cast staff. And today I learned um, I can't be friends with you anymore, Stephanie. I'm sorry. Whatever. You know what? We'll we'll see what Peter picks. We'll see what I have to say. about. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Might be judging you for this stuff. But moving on. Matt Supermatic sent us a recording of his top two picks. A Supermatic pick for number two favorite song of the year so far in 2018 K-pop is UNB Only One. Mm. Only One has such a great instrumental which combines a melodic piano, a soothing electric guitar, soft synths, and then later on in the chorus, drums that don't overpower the guy's vocals. If anything, it enhances their delivery. Speaking of vocals, two of the members who really shine through are Chan, who's also a member of Ace, and June from Yukis. Then you get into the lyrics that are all about finding this person that helps you not be lost in life anymore and you want to in return protect this person with everything that you have 
You dive into the choreo, which plays beautifully on the concept of these guys being lost by having sections where they cover their eyes, and when they're able to uncover their eyes, it's because they found each other. There's tight formations, there's concepts all about connection, and this plays beautifully with the lyrics and what the song is about. Not to mention the fact that you have the music video version, which I highly recommend everyone go check out. At about four and a half minutes, there's this beautiful, beautiful acapella section where all members shine so bright with their vocal delivery of that section. All of this and more are just reasons why UNB Only One is not only one of my favorite songs of 2018, it'll be one of my favorite songs forever. It is the closest thing to BTS's Spring Day that we've gotten this mm -hmm. year, for sure. Yeah, as somebody who watched that show, I was so happy with the final. <laughs> and the supermatic pick for favorite K-pop song of 2018 so far, 17. Thanks. There's so many reasons why I love this song, but... Starting off at least with the instrumental, there is an opening synth where as soon as you hear it, you know it sets the tone for the rest of the song. It loops throughout the rest of the instrumental as well as becomes the centerpiece of it when it gets to the chorus drop. Seventeen have done really well on how they blend both modern and retro era sounds together. And then when you get to that drop, most people would prefer a more classic vocal filled chorus instead of having it be mainly the instrumental. But in this song, it ties together really well and the rest of Seventeen's vocals shine enough during their verses and the breakdowns that it doesn't put you off that there's barely any vocals in the chorus. In fact, I think the simple refrain in the chorus of just the words Golmata, which means thanks, is enough to get the message across. This song is a love letter from Seventeen to all their fans, and you see that especially in the music video of this song, from the way that each of them is still working hard night and day in and out of the studio on writing the lyrics, perfecting the choreography, and just finding the best way to simply say thank you. And speaking of the choreography, it's just amazing to see the growth of Hoshi and all the other dancers, pretty much the whole group. This choreography is so amazing to watch. You really need to watch it more than once, whether it's a music video, a dance practice, a live stage version, because there's so many different things happening. You need to catch every detail to fully appreciate it. And furthermore, I'm a sucker for sentimentality and songs I can connect to, whether it's through the lyrics or the concept of it. And this song will always have a special place in my heart because my dance group, KDC and I, we performed this at one of our more recent events and it got people to tears with how we performed it so there's a lot more i could say to speak to how much i love this song and how much it means to me but number one song of 2018 so far 17 golmapta aka thanks 
was like a full Daybok or not. Yes. <laughs> the entire episode. Yeah. Okay, well, that song felt so long ago. I forgot that that had come out this year. Yeah, no, it's probably because it wasn't that good. Oh. Like, <laughs> no, just because an EDM fan song, I guess I can understand it, but EDM 17 is not You're my coming favorite. out of that dungeon real hot. Yeah, she's coming for <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Well, my top pick. <laughs> honestly, I had like 25 songs on my bracket to figure out these two you songs. You did. I was looking at everyone's picks and I was like, who submitted all of these songs? <laughs> but the two that made it to the final bracket, the first one is Wet by Flo Sick and Jesse. Yeah, no, I love this song. They both have such amazing chemistry with each other, so the collaboration like doesn't feel awkward at all which some k-pop collaborations can and the combination of like their lower toned husky voices yeah. is just the best. <laughs> who is that but my first my number one pick so far for 2018 has to go to PLT Block. Like, this group nice. is what you would get if J Park, Dean, Crush, Minnow, and like The Weeknd what? all decided to like come together and make music. So, if you like any of the artists that I just mentioned, you are definitely gonna love PLT. Real talk is all blah 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 blah. second that 100%. I've been waiting for more chill like KR&B groups, especially with some vocal chops, and PLT fits right in. Great choice. So, switching gears a bit, let's hear from our K-pop DJ Pilo. What were your top choices? So, we had an entire episode of the K-pop cast. On my number two, my runner-up for top pick of 2018 thus far, it was, of course, for our girl, Sunmi, and her 2018 song, Heroin. To reiterate my love for that song and fewer words, because again, you can catch that whole episode to, to hear the deep dive. <laughs> it's an anthem for a message we don't often see in K-pop. Sunmi is neither edgy nor eggy. She's definitively quirky. And it's that genuine persona that we see in that quirky attitude and her having confidence in that quirky self that resonates so strongly within this song. It's got a great hook and I just love the personality that we get from Sunmi. I can't wait to see more from her. Definitely in my top five as well, and I will say I have danced half-dressed many a nights in my apartment alone to this song, <laughs> awesome. and possi- possibly on vacation as well. 
<laughs> yeah, this was high on my list as well. It's just on that on that top level of K-pop. Mm. Just hits. He won so the Kai Baibo on that. It, it, oh yeah, it, it epitomizes <laughs> the essence of K-pop. You know, mm-hmm. with those anthems, with her being transplanted into this totally different reality, right? That you see from her from both her weakness and her struggles and her own triumph within the music video, like. That's what makes it so special, and and it you hear it in the hooks, and uh, it comes to me back and gives me goosebumps every time. But my number one pick is by Loco and Hwasa in their collaboration, Don't Give It To Me, or whatever that translates to from Korean. <laughs> Just like any good action, you need some foreplay. And where you get the foreplay what? for this song <laughs> is in the TV show. Uh, I think it's like Hyena on the Piano or whatever it's called. But on that show, and you can watch them on YouTube, you see the raw chemistry between these two artists. And it comes together. It's like watching an episode of We Got Married, if you're familiar with that. Oh, remember that? We Got Married. Yeah. So you see that, that relationship cultivate on that show. What's so special about this song is that we see the tension between these two artists. The immaculate Hwasa with her perfect bone structure and strong <laughs> we go again. vocals solicits Loco, who tries not to give in to the alcohol and seduction, while the producer of the song can actually be seen in the music video as the bartender serving the two drinks. In any other setting, karaoke mics would be a sign and sound of low quality. But in this instance, it strangely makes for a level of authenticity that just feels so genuine and real. You hear the reverb in the final music video version, and it makes you feel like you're right there in the bar between the two of them. It, it, you just feel the tension and the emotions, and the, really, candidly, the lust that they have for each other Whoa. with those karaoke mics. Peter would really like to be <laughs> sitting in between them. Oh, no, 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 no. In a number of scenarios. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the tension continues to build from the beginning, you know, from the initial solicitation, and then you see them. Wait a minute. Where are you going with this? <laughs> it builds. Like they, you, you see them getting wanting each other more and more. Maybe under the influence of alcohol. I don't know what. But in the song itself, you hear that duet, and it's the call and response. And right after the bridge, they're speaking on top of each other. Maybe they're saying two different things. But they're speaking at each other, and it's just so powerful. And right at the end of the music video, you're expecting them to kiss. It's like you just wanted to get it on, you just want it to happen, and that's when they pan out. That's when it closes. So it's Spoiler my well, just watch it for yourselves. You'll, you'll get the experience. Is it hot in here? Yeah, I feel like I'm sweating right now. (laughs) 
yeah, if you if you saw this at all, I saw the behind the scenes of um, them actually producing this song where Hwasa comes to his studio. Right. And it was really sweet because he like set mood lighting because he thought he thought she liked the color purple. So he set the room to purple. And I thought that was really smooth. Yeah, no, I think that that really helped with the chemistry in this song. I don't know about everything that Peter said, but <laughs> the, <laughs> they definitely worked well together. Mm-hmm. But Ariana, what were your top two picks? Ooh, I really struggled with this too. But I have to say, I was like looking at my list and I realized that though I'm attracted to a lot of different genres, my like main focus, and it's probably coming from the fact that I'm like a choir turned musical theater kid, it tends to be important to me how the vocals sound. And that doesn't just mean like singing, it's just like how vocals are used. And so with that said, my number two pick, which was I think possibly the most creative use of vocals through this year, is the one and only Pentagon Shine. I never would have expected Pentagon to be contending for what is probably going to be one of my top favorite songs of the year. But I literally wake up to this song and then I go to bed to this song completely stuck in my head. I'm pretty sure I've had dreams about it. For me, the main focus of this song is the vocals. The backing track is just simple piano and a basic drum kit. And then it's just driven by how they decide to use the vocals, very specifically how they use the rappers. Sometimes singers rap, but the rappers almost kind of like talk sing at different parts. They even do some of the chorus. Especially love the use of the rappers Edon and Wusuk, who serve as like almost the response to the drop at the top of the chorus, because they don't actually really have like a musical drop. They just decide to use their voices for that. So I really enjoyed that. As anyone would suspect, my number one song is a BTS song. Shock. For this one, <gasps> yes. yeah, I know. For this one, I actually picked one that's different from my hit replay, but one that has kind of stuck with me, which is The Truth Untold. I like could have put any song from this album probably in my top pick because I listened to it nonstop. But I really think that this is the best representation of the dark complexity of the whole album and how BTS continues to grow and surprise their fan base. I think it's been a long time since we've had this kind of ballad from them before. They don't come out that often. I also think it's a great chance for us to see a different side of Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. <laughs> Uncle Steve Aoki. Uncle Steve. He does, I like literally forgot that this was his song until the very end of it. And then I just want to say like for me, this is going back to the vocals, the nakedness of the vocals yep. is just so hauntingly beautiful and it really showcases how far the vocal line has come on a group that used to be a hip hop group. Mm. So I think it was just really beautiful. <laughs> Actually, it reminded me a lot of that 
song that G Dragon came out with in his last album. Yes, I forget what it was called, but just like the the whole idea. It was untitled. The voice and the piano. Yeah, untitled. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. G Dragon's untitled definitely reminded me a lot of this song. Just like the the bare piano and vocals and emotion Mm -hmm. that's in the song. So that concludes our top picks for 2018 thus far. Hope you had a chance to hear a bit more on who we are behind the K-pop cast. Before we sign out, we had some great <laughs> listener feedback on our episode covering <laughs> Idols La Ta Ta. Vuyi commented, When I first heard about this group, I initially thought the same thing, that it was going to be mm. Jun So Yeon and her backup dancers, just like 4 Minute with Yana and her backup dancers, which I feel like that mindset actually kind of destroyed the group by the end of it all. But, to my surprise, after their debut in these couple of weeks on music shows, it doesn't feel that way at all. All or most of the girls seem to have equal footing, at least in popularity, and have their own unique voices and skill sets. In mm-hmm. fact, I believe Yuki may possibly have a bigger fan base. Yep, yep. In I the end, that. but that might just be how Chinese fan bases are in general. Yeah. If they were compared to 4 Minute, I'd have to say they were 4 Minute done right. And in regards to starting momentum, they've taken a record and fastest award show win for a rookie girl group. They're second place under Blackpink, of course, I believe in 20 days just above Miss A. They've taken three award show wins and are charting well. That's a pretty damn good start. Listener Lu Yi has always the best comments, so thank you for leaving that comment on our SoundCloud. And one of our other favorite, beloved listeners, Jenna, has a birthday this week. So hey happy birthday, girl. Woo-woo. We love you. Also, be sure to join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesdays at 12 Pacific time. Using the hashtag K-pop chat led by Supermatic. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends signing off let our listeners know where they can find you online and your answer to the question what k-pop related event are you most looking forward to in the second half of 2018 you can find me at michaela j k-pop on twitter and for me just shiny everything shiny like i said before my shovel heart is very full this year with this comeback and I'm just looking forward to everything that they have with these next few parts of the album. And you can find me on Twitter at sparker2. And you better believe I am counting my blessings because I got BTS tickets, y'all! Yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm gonna go see them in September in Oakland, and I can't wait. And you can find me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Khan, as in Genghis Khan. And I have two shows coming up. I have Got7 at Barclays, where I will be cosplaying as the girl from the Just Right music video. I have the full outfit. And of course, I'm seeing BTS in Newark! BTS! You can catch me at DJ Pitolo, and I am also looking forward to seeing this boy group from Korea perform right in my backyard. They've got a three-letter acronym. They're pretty hot, uh, right in Oakland. Who so, could it be? Happy birthday. Wonder. Happy early birthday, <laughs> Namjoon. Can't wait to see and celebrate then. He's coming to your, your backyard for a birthday party? Is that what you mean? That, that's right. We're holding a birthday party. <laughs> yes, and we're all coming. Okay. Yeah. okay, great. We'll be there. All right, and don't forget to tell us your answer to what K-pop-related event you're most looking forward to in the second half of 2018 by tweeting at us at the K-pop cast. Good night, y'all.
I'm shipping Hyena and G Dragon together just so that they can like produce an Edon. Like Edon is my new bias for for Edon. Yeah, he's so charismatic. I haven't heard that name since what's it called? What what was the 365 Triple so H. fresh? F R E S and H. They're coming back very soon too. Really? That group? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Summer Just song. in time for summer. This is going to be perfect. That was one of the first episodes <laughs> I did on the K-pop cast. Aww. Aww. Memories. Memories.